Yo, welcome to Break the Money Curse. It's Drew. It's your boy D Money. What's going that on? Was, uh, that was that was kind of weird how you said that. That wasn't how you usually say it. That kind of. It's your boy Drew. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm having a vaccine. I got my booster, so I got. I'm in. Never mind. I'm gonna discourage people from getting the vaccine if I keep talking. But oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting a booster. I'm not at feeling least, my best. At least not as of today. I'm not getting a booster. Maybe something will change. And you know why I got it. Why'd you get it? I feel like we came this far, right? I, I got two shots last year. It's like doing, so, it's like maintenance, you know? Like, I already went halfway there, so now I'm going to be like, okay, forget it. I'm done with it. Like, if I think about my intention of getting vaccinated to begin with, now they're telling me I'm losing, protect. you know, protection is decreasing. I don't know. I guess I haven't gotten sick, so I'm just going to keep the same strategy. Yeah, I feel you. Well, I think that I, mean, I know I've had I've had COVID for sure twice. I may have had it more. Who knows? Because we're not, you know, we're not getting tested every single day, so no one really knows like how, how many times you know we've had COVID. Yeah. But what I know is having COVID actually helps build up your immunity too. So it does. I think for me, like having COVID um, plus the the uh, vaccinations that I had earlier this year you know, has increased my immunity and the immunity may be waning a little bit, but that's just kind of my justification for not necessarily having to go or wanting to go get another booster shot. I mean, I didn't necessarily want to get the vaccination from the beginning, but, you know, I felt it was important. Yep. Um, but yeah, at, at this time, I won't be getting a booster. Yeah. And then the other thing for me, like also, and I think this is, you know, everybody's going to, you know, we all live different lifestyles, but I, I work in a very public job where I have to interact in person with a lot of people. So, you know, I never know like what decisions they're making. I'm in a lot of office setting and close settings with folks. So I'll just, you know, I'd rather do what I need to do. I I feel you on that. Yeah. If I was around people more, my my opinion may, may have changed, but (laughs) for the most part, I would say 90% of my time, I'm not around hardly anybody. So, I should have got that flu shot while I was there. Um, yeah. Because last year, I didn't even have a sniffle because we were all like at home wearing a mask all the time. And Washing I think that, hands 40 times a day. Cracking yeah, man. Hands. Now there's actually soap on the shelf, folks. You see folks walking out the bathroom without washing again. So we're not as, as diligent. Disgusting. <laughs> I still wash my hands a lot. Not as much because uh, I was going crazy last year. Literally, like, like timing. My hands were so dry, man. It, it was like, yeah. oh, I was like, okay. Yeah. But, so uh, what, are we, what are we talking about? So today uh, we're going to talk about the question, um, is it your fault that you're broke? Mm. If, you're, if you're broke out there, where, where, whatever you consider is broke, um, you know, uh, is it your fault that, that you're broke? Yeah, uh, so I think this is an interesting question, and I was like, I was talking to my sisters about this just the other day, but I actually don't think that this is a yes or no question, but I think at some point it does become that, you know? Um, Like, we we can't control, you know, the households that we're born into, how we, uh, or that we're raised into, um... And the lifestyle we have as kids, right, or going into our teens, like some people, some people naturally have that head start. 
Um, and we talked about this when we talked about the wealth gap, but I think a lot of the things that we talk about come down to individual responsibility, educating yourself and making smart and hard decisions. Yeah. And when I, when I think about this question for my question, for this, like I'm thinking about as far as the age group, maybe late twenties, early thirties, because for me, like if you're in your teens or early twenties, I don't think you have as much fault of being broke because there's so many factors that weigh into that. Like you said, like mm-hmm. the family that you're born in, um, you know, you may have been in college, never had a real job, like just a lot of different variables. You, you're just kind of getting your career or your or your money making career, whatever you're going to do. You're just kind of getting that started. Mm hmm. So for me, when I when I think about this question, I'm thinking about I'm asking this question to a late 20s, early 30s and beyond person, because for me, if you're if you're still broke, still struggling um, and you're in that age group or above, I have to question, like you said, the individual responsibilities. What decisions did you make or not? Well, I think (laughs) so. I think just thinking about me, late 20s. I was making good money and I was still pretty broke. I was making money and spending it. I think it took me a little a little while longer to get there than some than, than some folks. Yeah, I mean, but that that proves my point actually because so your late 20s. Okay, what age would you say that you feel like you turned a corner on on you know on transitioning from from that mentality or whatever you want to call it uh i would say my early 30s but i'll tell you when i first moved to california that was really so good for me in a lot of reasons because uh i think when i moved here i got a ten thousand dollar raise if i remember correctly right um and when you compare the, I was living on, c- compare living in Huntington Beach, California to the south side of Chicago, there was, it was, you know, it, it was a way more than a $10,000 difference in lifestyle, right? I probably, right. just my rent probably ate up more than, more than the difference. Uh, and it forced me to like really look at exactly where my money was going and like become strategic. So I, I think it was more of a forced thing because like all of a sudden I went from having excess money to like, in some cases, like if I didn't adjust my lifestyle, I wouldn't have had enough money, right? right. Um, and I think that was just the start for me where it was like, okay, living paycheck to paycheck wasn't enough. Um, so I think like the physical change of actually moving out of my environment where I was doing Negro shit, was good for me because it it's i think somehow that year is when i really started thinking differently about the decisions i was making yeah but see i i think and i've known you since you were what 18 maybe 18 19 something like that so i've definitely seen the progression so what i would say is that proves my point that it's your fault i'm gonna say yeah it's your fault if you're if you're broke like in most cases i I feel like we're not talking about the extreme cases we're not talking about the the outliers i'm talking about you know if you're looking at a bell curve mm-hmm. that middle part which is majority of the population um who you know who, who are broke um 
there was a choice because you had people like me, you had other people Mm -hmm. where you knew some of this information. I know. You know, in your mid to late 20s, Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, you just didn't apply this information. And like you said, you've always had, ever since I've known you, honestly, you know, you were probably making more money than the average college student when you really think about it. You know, you had the full-time job in, Mm -hmm. in college. You know, you transition through the ranks, manage management, things like that. So you were probably making more money. I know from like our group of people, you know yeah. what I'm saying? All of our friends, you were making more money for a significantly longer time than, than we were. Right. You know, so, but at the, at, but we also, I'm just thinking of me, Dame, you know, we mm-hmm. talked about real estate investing in, in our twenties. In our yeah, we were talking about this stuff for a yeah, long we time and y'all were making moves. I was exactly. working. We we're making moves with the with the limited amount of resources that we had. So when I think of, and I'm not picking on you, but I can just think. I mean, I just think it's a perfect situation. I just think it's perfect because it's just like that was blatantly a choice that you decided not to make or to yeah. make to to be bad with money, essentially. You know what I'm saying? To 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 constantly live paycheck to like any time during that period, you could have just. It, it shouldn't have taken you to to move to California to to, to make that choice. Yeah, and I do think you're right. <laughs> I think is the is the short response to that. Um, but it's a mindset shift, right? And I think there was many times that I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna do this. And I think there were short periods of times that I did better, um, and there was a little bit of progression. But I did get caught up in the trap where it was like the more I made, the more I spent. And I yep. think a lot of those habits started really early on for me. And I never really broke out of it, you know? Um, it took me a long time to break out of it. Perfect example. We took that trip to Miami, right? Yeah. I remember coming back. And to your point, I had a full-time job at that time. I remember coming back from that trip and there was a three-day notice on my door. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, you know, but I was, I was, I was gonna go on the trip. I was gonna turn up, mm-hmm. um, but it's, I don't know. I, I feel like my desired lifestyle was always a step ahead of where, where I was financially. Um, but then reflecting on it, it was like, what do I have to show? Like, where did the money go? I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, you couldn't even. Yeah. Whereas, like now. I can tell you where I'll, I can tell you exactly where my money went for the past five years, you know? Right. And I think, and I'm just going to talk about just Americans. And I think, like you said, like our lifestyles, we're, we're most Americans, I think, believe, live beyond their means. For Even sure. people who are like technically broke, you know what I'm saying? Whatever that definition. To me, like the definition of, of broke is like, basically living paycheck to paycheck or even not having enough paycheck to pay your bills you know like that's that's living broke um and i'm just talking about from a financial standpoint um and i think we we all i mean at one time i've lived beyond my means and i had to have a wake-up call but i think americans in general you know just the consumerism that's baked into the culture uh we have a tendency to live beyond our means and that's why I say it's a choice because 
whether you have the education, I mean, you don't have to have the education you don't have to be a financial planner or anything like this. I think we all know there's something wrong with spending more than you make. <laughs> like, I think that's just like innate, right? Yeah, but I also think that there are environmental influences sometimes. Um, so yeah, environmental influences are still a choice. Like they they are a choice, but you but I think sometimes you know I interact with a lot of different types of people, um, and people of very different statuses. I work you know I work in retail, and so I've been I've you know I've been fortunate enough to build close relationships with a lot of different people that are at different places in their journeys, but. I think, for example, when I was a store manager in the hood, right? I think a lot of those folks that that were that worked with me and that, that were on my team could never envision themselves outside of Inglewood. Um, and so, when you don't have a bigger vision of ever being able to own, a, I remember like some of them would get so excited when they would like move into you know like move out of the projects or something like that you know and like yep. things that for for us that we take for granted that were like major milestones for these folks um and and if i think if you can't envision yourself in a certain position financially then it's almost like why try you know but at the end of the day isn't that still a choice i want to go back it's a to choice it's a I choice go back to the essence because you're making the choice to not change your position like to not uh dream beyond your current situation like there's i mean I, I at some point the light bulb has to go off in your head that answers the question of how um yeah and i think like sitting down and breaking it down and i and figure out where exactly where your money is going is a big part of that but like perfect example growing up like eating out was a big deal for us right that wasn't even something that like that was a luxury. <laughs> yeah like it was like a special occasion you know to like like thinking about like even our generation of like where people would be like going to red lobster was a big deal and like yeah. for us like that's a chain restaurant you know yeah. and I'm not even just talking about people in our income bracket, but going like, I just feel like generationally, we have gotten used to just spending more and consuming more. Our expectations have changed, but income incomes haven't risen at the same level of as the shift in lifestyle, you know? Yeah. But at what rate do you like just kind of take your head out of the sand and just kind of look and see what's going on and see that it's a facade you know what i'm saying like i'm not gonna blame you can't blame like social media or, or what your other peers are doing or whatever you know on your uh your lot in life like because you can make choices and especially nowadays i feel like there's so much free information out there because even let's just say someone who comes from a disadvantage uh background you know mm -hmm. financially whatever like me like me mm -hmm. <laughs> but i'm, I'm going to talk about like even like a younger person we know that now everyone is on i mean the, you know you got podcasts you got um youtube there's like anything you want to learn like you literally can learn for free basically like on youtube so we know that these people are on youtube i just don't know that the influences are like 
they have people in their ear saying that. So perfect. Well, why do you have to have people in your ear? This is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you want to learn about something, you can literally type in how can I be better with money? Like, how can I get out of if you typed in how can I get out of poverty <laughs> right now on YouTube? I guarantee there will be a bunch of financial topics that will that will come up. I just think when I think, I think these are the questions that people do have. Like, that's a question that I have is I wasn't it wasn't about being rich. It was about like not struggling. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I didn't want to struggle. It was like how and I, I know a lot people that come from our background. It's like the same story. Right. It's either you, you didn't have a father in the in the um, in a household. Your mom uh, was working or your parents were working one, two jobs to, to mm-hmm. make it. Like you hear that a lot. So am I the only person that had the question of, okay, I don't want to have to work two, three jobs to make ends meet like my mom had to do, right? So I need to search something more in order to enable me not to do that. So that's what kind of led to trying to find the knowledge to do that for me. And what I'm saying is, I think people do have those questions. But instead of searching on YouTube for whatever you're interested in that's not going to, you know, help you in that situation, you know, you could just search on YouTube for that. Like, it's, I don't think you can you can say, you, you, I don't think you can argue the point that the education is not there anymore or the access to education because it is now. It is accessible, but it's not in your face. It's just kind of like... It's like if I run an ad for this podcast and I put that I want it to target black people, they're not going to run the ad, right? We already know this. It's a perfect example is I went, um, I I was talking to one of my friends who wants to start doing the reselling thing or whatever. And I was like, there's so much information on TikTok about that. Um, and he was like, where? I don't ever see that. And I'm like, that's all that's on my feed. Um, so... I, I don't know. I, I just think that while the information is accessible, some people have it more blatantly in their in their face, right? Because of the uh, algorithms. Yeah, because um, of the algorithms of, of what we search for. The other thing is, I've always, I think the struggle for me has always been like when you're working so hard, you want to feel like you're able to reward yourself, right? So saying like, I'm going to get paid, I don't make that much money. So there's not a whole lot of surplus. And I'm not going to be able to, you know, ha- have a date night or, you know, I got to have this old phone, which I think is a lot of the things that that we say, like we say budget for, you know, you know, budget for the things that are important to you. But the reality is like I see some of these folks and I know this isn't always the case, but you work two weeks and your paycheck is seven, eight hundred dollars. Right. Like some of this stuff really is like it if you if you save anything at all you literally won't have money to do anything that you want to do and i think when you're in that point that's where it's hard to say man if i'm working i want to be able to reward myself a little bit and i think that's the hard part for some people saying like the the reward will come later yeah gratification you know yeah i definitely agree with that um, my rebuttal would be what happens though when you've been saying that for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that's what happens, right? It turns into yeah, an endless cycle because there's always going to be something new and shiny in your face. And, and I think 
because we in America we work so hard, like you're always gonna feel like you're in a, like you want to reward yourself, you know? Yeah, that's never gonna go away. Even when you start to make more money, like you yep. said, you said yourself that as you started to make more money, you start to basically find ways to spend that money. Yep. So it's always gonna be that ends the cycle of, well, I deserve this. I deserve this trip. I deserve this new car. I deserve this PlayStation. I deserve this thing that I really can't afford. It's always gonna be that. So that's that that vicious cycle. Yeah. And so before we hit record, what I was, you know, I was telling you that I have five hundred dollars in the bank and I just got paid on Friday, right? In my checking account, I should say. Um and I guess I have the luxury of like that's not a true story, right? Because uh if I need money, I can I have money. Um it's just not it's just not easily accessible. Um but like back in the day that that wouldn't have even been you know a thought for me you know like five hundred dollars you know that's light work that's easy but now i'm like dang like there's no way (laughs) it's not possible with my lifestyle you know um and i don't know i just think it's this is all it's all mental man i think back to like so so i'm you know i'm originally from belize when my family moved here we lit we lived in this little basement apartment right and my parents really hustled to make ends meet. And now I see like, you know, all my siblings are, are, are homeowner homeowners and you know, that everyone, you know, has a good job. And, and I think back to where all of us kind of, you know, we weren't people that graduated from college and just landed a high paying job. You know, it was about the work ethic. Um, and I think for a lot of people, they can't even see that part. You know, you're in a minimum wage job or a low wage paying job. And, um, you don't see like you don't even see the potential to make more money you know for a lot of people the mindset is so messed up that they think you know what if this job isn't serving me i'll just go to another low wage paying job versus saying i'm gonna sacrifice i may put up with a little bit more um so that i can maybe get promoted and make more of myself or i'm gonna invest this money to re and stick to it and really you know invest in my education or get some kind of certificate to to you know to you know to change my lifestyle but it takes a lot of persistence and it takes a lot of sacrifice to do those things and i just think a lot of people just aren't willing to do it because they don't see you know the gold at the end of the rainbow i guess yeah i mean i think i think uh going back to my original point this is this is why you're broke because you don't you don't want to put in the hard work yeah i think that's the that's that's the jux of it i mean what i see is in america again i'm only talking about america i mean i've 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 lived in other countries but i would say in my adult life it's been america so this is the culture that i know yeah there's there's a lot of excuses there's a lot of uh what, what what is it called um you only live once yolo um stuff like that and i just think that it's intentional ignorance i think people want to feel good now um so they don't want to put in the hard work because it is hard work and i know people personally who don't ever who who don't make a lot of money like from from what my standards are like i I know Mm -hmm. people who have never made over fifty, sixty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, but they put in that hard work, and they—they're not struggling. They're not broke. You know, they're not 
they're they're not living paycheck to paycheck. They can they can take vacations. Mm-hmm. They live within their means. Yeah. You know, all of that is hard work. All of that is sacrifice. And I think to think that you won't ever have to do that is like that's a personal choice, regardless of of what situation you come from. I think that that's a personal choice. I got like I, oh. I think I think people if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you're broke, you're tired of your situation. I know it has to cross your mind because I was this person. Mm-hmm. That man, something it has to be better. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. there has to be a better way. And what do you do when when there's a when, when you're tired, when you're looking for a better way? You go and seek out the knowledge. And, mm-hmm. and the most one of the most popular ways to do that now, because a lot of people don't read anymore, is looking at videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I just think that we look at what we want. I mean, I can go down a rabbit hole and look at. I ain't gonna say nonsense, but stuff that's not gonna, you know, help me get out of my city. You can look at mukbangs like I do. Yeah, I can just look at <laughs> like stuff on YouTube that that is not gonna push my life forward. I would say, yeah. you know, all day, like for hours, like I could mm-hmm. do that. And I just, I, I know, I'm like, I'm sitting here wasting time. I know, like, this isn't good. Like, I yeah. think that's like innately what we all have in in us as humans regardless of the situation that that we've come from mm-hmm. like, i think we know right from wrong i don't think like people have to be taught even kids like i look at my kids there are certain things i've told them right from wrong but there's certain things i haven't and they just know innately that they did something wrong you know what i'm saying like if if they like like when my daughter was one she like made something spill and she looked at me knowing that she did something wrong we didn't teach her that mm-hmm. like that's something innately in you as a human that you know when things aren't right, when things are wrong, when things are not the best situation. But sometimes, but sometimes some things, we all have different standards and some things are just acceptable for people when they, when they've been in a position for so long. And I'll give you a perfect example, right? If you're a kid, a kid that grew up in a big house that had a basement and you could have your friends over and you had space, right? Right. Your expectations coming out of school and your vision for your life are very different from that kid that grew up with that apartment life and never lived in a house. Yep. So it may take more runway for that person to get their finances right because they've never seen what they've never seen that lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, okay, yeah, I I can give you that. I I, I guess I always still go back to you can. It's like. Yeah, you've never seen that lifestyle, but wouldn't you, if, if you're in a situation where you're hurting, you know, because to be broke is not fun. <laughs> like, it's not fun at all. It's not you know? fun, but sometimes it's all you know. All, you, all you're thinking about is your next hustles. Like, where am I going to get, you know, how am I going to rob Peter to pay Paul? Where can I pull from? And when your mind is so consumed with the playing catch up and... How am I going to keep the lights on? How am I going to do this? Or, you know, what's my next, not necessarily a scheme, but what's my next move? That money. is taking up the space, the mental space that you should be investing in improving your life. It takes a lot of energy and effort to, to, to be broke. It, it, it really does. <laughs> it, it's very, yeah, it, it really does. So do you think that 
those because I'm just kind of trying to go to like the core, the essence. So I feel like I'm in therapy. People, people who who you know, if you're broke, like when I when I was broke and I mm-hmm. did all those things, it definitely took a lot of energy. Like yeah. Man, how am I going to like pay this? I cannot have cable so I can pay this and so I can eat or whatever. How long can I dodge my landlord? You, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> um, But it was always in the back of my head. Like, I can't do this forever. It's stressful. Like, it was always in the back of my head. So do you think that even if somebody is constantly doing this for years and years, you don't really... Do you think you don't think that that's always in the back of their head? Like, yeah, I need to do better. How can I do better? Like all these things, you know what I'm saying? Because that, in essence, that's what the next not scheme, but that's what the reason is or the motivation for them looking for the next thing to make money. Yeah. You know, is to, to try to better their situation in some way, shape, uh, or form is okay. Let me make money to pay this person because that's going to better my situation, even though I'm. Instead of being three months late, now I'm only one month late. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's still a better situation. So that's what I'm saying. I think the motivation is there in their head. It's just you just need to go to that next level. And that next level is being disciplined, seeking out the proper education, which is so easy now. Like, I just think it's so easy to access this stuff that... You can't even. You're on YouTube. Everybody, everybody on the planet is probably on YouTube. Mm-hmm. There's no way, like for real, man. It's like billions yeah. of people on YouTube. Like you can search whatever you want. You can search if you don't know what it's called. You don't have to put budget or whatever. You just search how can I make more money. I guarantee you a million videos about budget, about blah blah blah, about financial stuff will come up. Yeah, because that's a, that's the in essence that's like the question. How can I make more money? And what I'm saying is I think that that would lead to sometimes know, it's how can I spend less money or that? Yeah. Either either one of that, any any of those subjects that you search, what I'm saying is I think that that will even that that will put not put you on the right track, but at least it will give you the resources because there will be so many resources that will come up on YouTube, you know, that now you can just sit there and learn. Uh, I think this all comes down to vision and strategy, right? Um, I've never done a vision board. I kind of... I I've done a vision board, but I'm not... I mean, I don't really... It's never, like, helped me, I would say. Like, I mean, we're embarking upon a new year, and I could see how... And you can actually do them digitally. You don't have to go to the craft store and buy shit, buy stuff anymore, right? You can, you can, do, it, you can do it online. But I could see... For someone that's stuck in a rut, how that could be valuable, right? And yes, you know, we've talked about how I'm not a, a big fan of New Year's resolution, but we're 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 embarking on we're embarking on a new year, right? Um, and so, like for someone that, like you've said, I need to do better. You know, you need to do better. I, I would say, like, that's a good place to start, right? What exactly are you trying to achieve? And maybe it's just stop living paycheck to paycheck maybe it's stop robbing peter to pay ball pay pay paul and sometimes it takes like really taking a moment with yourself and figuring out what it is that you want to achieve like what's your long-term vision um i know like i think a lot about retirement in the future but some people aren't there some people need to focus on the here and now right 
And I think you just need to take some moment with your some some time with yourself and figure out like what exactly is it that I'm going after? And maybe it's just like relieving that mental stress of always being in a rut. Um, and then you come up with a plan, right? What what the the start stop? Like I always like the start stop continue strategy, right? What are the things that you can cut from your lifestyle? Are the stops? Yeah. What are you going to start doing differently? And what are the things that have worked for you that you're going to continue that are absolutely necessary in your life? But you're right. Um, it ultimately is a choice. I just think like if the vision isn't, isn't there, then some people don't necessarily have that immediate motivation to change the way that they live. Yeah, definitely. I knew in the end that I was right, so you don't have to tell me that. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Oh, I'll come down to, like okay. you said, just to kind of reiterate, you know, if, if you are, you know, not in a ideal situation or not in the situation that you want to be in, you want to stop living paycheck to paycheck, yo, you have to make a plan. You have to um, not be fearful, not ignore your situation because ultimately that will make it worse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I know some people who don't even want to look at it. <laughs> no, man, when you're when it when it's bad, yeah. you don't want to look at it. Yeah. You just will yeah. deal with yeah. stuff as they come because you don't. It's so overwhelming to look at the full yes. picture. Yes, and w- what what I'll say is it's time to be proactive. You mm-hmm. know, even if it's just about one thing, you know, just be proactive about that one thing, settle that, and then you know go to the next one, so you won't be so overwhelmed. But at the end of the day, in order to change the situation, you definitely have to make a plan and, and kind of execute on that. I got a quote. All right, what's your quote? One, one that you will appreciate. Okay. Anything that is desirable must take a struggle. <laughs> Otherwise, it wouldn't be desirable. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's actually, you know, that quote has stuck with me since, since 2003. And I always think about that quote. Anytime I'm going through, like, something bad... You know, it's it's just like it, that. That is like etched in my brain. Yeah, it's a great quote. It's a, a very motivating quote for me. Yeah, me too. Cool. You got a um. What are you loving this week? Uh, accountability. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually don't have a these, these money loving this week. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna hit y'all with a uh, stop. Not a stock, actually an ETF pick that I hit y'all with all the time. And I'm going to keep talking. Um, because I think as we're talking about lifestyle changes and mindset shifts, um, uh, it's an ETF. The market's been very, very volatile, right? Um, and a lot of people, including me, that have a lot of money in individual stocks have seen, I think across the board, we've all taken a pretty good hit. Yeah. Um, over the last couple of weeks. Um, but I think some individual stocks obviously have been uh, hit harder than others. So once again, my recommendation, my recommendation is, is VU, um, which is a very low cost uh, ETF if you just want to set, set it and forget it. So y'all can keep asking me how to get started in the stock market. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've said it 50 times. Listen to the full thing towards uh, to the end. But VU, combination of the companies in the S&P 500. Um, so the one month return for VU is a negative 0.73. I can tell you my one month return for November was much worse than that. 
um, from in, from investing in a lot of individual stocks. But um, when you look at the outlook for the stock, so the one year return was almost 28%, three years, 20% up, five years, almost 18% up. So um, like I said, literally, you can just set it and forget it. Top companies in this uh, ETF are Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Tesla, and Google. It's interesting that right now Microsoft is the top holding. It's weird. It's it, it's every few months when I look and see how they rebalance it. It's nice to see that it's not always the same, you know. Right, right. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah that 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 one is heavily even though it's five hundred companies, it's heavily weighted really with the fame companies. Yeah, I think it's about six or seven of those. Um, so as as those companies go, that that uh, ETF will go. And I think those companies are going to be around for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a, yeah, it's definitely a great pick. Yeah. Especially with the, what is it? The metaphor, the um, metaverse. The, yeah. Yeah. A lot of yeah. these companies are going to evolve, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I still don't even understand the metaverse, but I'm not doing You buying the, <laughs> what is the NFTs? Are you buying a $500 digital, digital house, $500,000 digital house? Nah, I don't understand it. I mean, I got to get educated on that. So, yeah. yeah. All right, man. All right, cool. Don't stay broke forever. Don't stay broke forever. (laughs) (laughs) Peace Peace out. out.